I, I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank take it away and of course this past monday was the nhl trade deadline and i'm gonna give you a rundown of it not every single trade just kind of ones that had some big name players we'll start kind of go back to february 20th trade that did break uh, in the evening. The Boston Bruins acquired Charlie Coyle from the Minnesota Wild for Ryan Donato and a 2019 fifth round pick. I think Coyle's really going to help the Bruins' offense. Washington Capitals, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, they acquired a guy that was a thorn in their side when he was with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Carl Hagelin from the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for a 2019 third round pick. And a conditional 2026th rounder. Haglin is set to become an unrestricted free agent after this season. So this is more of a rental. Then we had a pretty big one between the Columbus Blue Jackets and Ottawa Senators. <coughs> Excuse me. As the Blue Jackets acquire Matt Duchesne and defenseman Julius Bergman from the Senators in exchange for prospects. Vitaly Abramov, Jonathan Davidson, a 2019 first-round pick, and a conditional 2020 first-rounder. Duchesne set to be a free agent, but definitely seems like Yarmo Kekalainen going all-in with the Blue Jackets. It's, well, they did make another one a little bit later, I'll get to. This one I found out, next trade I found out when I was on my way to Kalamazoo last weekend that the Red Wing, the Detroit Red Wings ended up sending defenseman Nick Jensen and a 2019 fifth-round pick to the Washington Capitals for defenseman Madison Bowie and a 2020 second-round pick. Kind of the haul I'd expect to get in return for Jensen. He was set to be a free agent. He did end up signing a four-year deal worth $10 million and change with the Capitals. Well, and then, of course, on Sack, Last Saturday, we had the Dallas Stars acquired for hired defenseman Ben Lovejoy from the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Connor Carrick and a 2019 third-round pick. Lovejoy going to help the Stars on the blue line. But Jim Nill, their GM, was not done. He ended up acquiring Matt Zuccarello from the New York Rangers for a conditional 2019 second-rounder and a conditional 2020 third-rounder. Unfortunately, that deal did come back to bite him in the ass as Zuccarello in his first game in a Dallas uniform ended up getting hurt blocking a shot. He has to, He's expected to miss about four weeks. So hopefully if the Stars end up staying floating in the playoff race, they'll get him back in time. Hi, I mentioned Blue Jackets and Senators doing a big deal. Well, they did another one. As the Jackets get forward Ryan Zingle from the Senators in exchange for forward Anthony Duclair, 
a 2020 second rounder and a 2021 second rounder. Like I said, Yarmo Kekalainen and not screwing around. Anaheim Ducks selling off a little bit. They send defenseman Brandon Montour to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for defenseman Brendan Gould and a conditional 2019 first-round pick. Sabres trying to get some help on their blue line. Maybe try and make a playoff push. Who knows? And this next deal I did not think was going to happen at all because I saw something on the Red Wings Twitter about Gustav Nyquist, and he said his biggest fear was Sharks. And I, I happened to tweet out there, I said, probably means he won't get traded to the Sharks. Well, look what happened. He got traded to the Sharks. Oh, yes, they did. I, I was, I, oh, hey, look, I'm not trying to take credit for it, but it's like, it's like, well, damn, I did not. That kind of came out of left field as it was made late Sunday night. The Wings end up getting a 2019 second round pick and a conditional 2020 third round pick that can become a second rounder in 2020 if the Sharks end up making it to the Stanley Cup final. So San Jose does add some firepower to their offense with Nyquist. And now the Blue Jackets, as I mentioned, definitely making big moves. They acquire goaltender Keith Kincaid, add some... Insurance behind Sergei Bobrovsky in exchange for a 2022 fifth-round pick. The Winnipeg Jets made a big deal as well. They get forward Kevin Hayes from the New York Rangers in exchange for Brendan Lemieux, a 2019 first-rounder and a conditional 2022 fourth-rounder. Jets were my pick to win the Stanley Cup this year, and they're trying to make moves to make sure that happens. Go through a lot of depth moves. Colorado Avalanche acquired Derek Brassard from the Florida Panthers, who was actually traded there from David the Bandigan Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins. The Avs get Brassard in a conditional 2026th rounder in exchange for a 2023rd rounder. And of course, Kekalinen striking again, getting defenseman Adam McQuaid from the New York Rangers. They flipped Julius Bergman, who they got from Ottawa to New York and also said a 2019 fourth rounder and a 2019 seventh rounder. Her, so Kekala, Yarmo Kekalayan going for broke. Gallery Flames acquired defenseman Oscar Fantenberg from the LA Kings for a conditional 2024th. Calgary, first place in the Pacific Division. They're definitely trying to make some moves. Some say they could have done more, but deals just didn't go through. Nashville Predators, kind of an interesting move. They get Michael Granlund from the Minnesota Wild in exchange for Kevin Fiala. Nashville, definitely a team that's going for a cup as well. And, of course, the fire sale in Ottawa continued as Mark Stone, guy who was set to become a free agent, everyone said, when's he going to get traded? When's he going to get traded? Well, he goes to none other than the Vegas Golden Knights. Rich get richer, huh? Hell yeah. Vegas made a cup run last year. They're kind of sitting third in the Pacific, and everybody was just sitting wondering when George McPhee's going to make a move. Well, he did. He gets Mark Stone and Tobias Lindbergh in exchange for defenseman Eric Brandstrom, forward Oscar Lindbergh. Don't know if he's related to Tobias or not. And a 2020 second-round pick, pick that they got from the Dallas Stars 
the Nash, but of course the Predators, David Boyle, another GM who wasn't screwing around. He gets Wayne Simmons from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for Ryan Hartman and a conditional 2024th round pick. St. Louis Blues acquire defenseman Michael Dalzato from the Anaheim Ducks for a 2019 sixth rounder. Kind of a depth move right there. Boston Bruins acquire Marcus Johansson from the New Jersey Devils for a 2019 second rounder and 2024th rounder. Kind of get some depth in their at center for them. Um, the Winnipeg Jets get Matt Hendricks from the Minnesota Wild. Add some forward depth for a 2027th rounder. And David the Man got here. This is Pittsburgh Penguins. They did make a deal. Not a huge one. Getting defenseman Eric Goodbranson because their blue line is a mash unit right now. Had to give up forward Tanner Pearson in exchange. This deal drawing some mixed reviews is Goodbranson not the most fleet of foot skater, but again, I think it was kind of a necessary evil that they had to do because a lot of their guys are hurt. Chris Letang's hurt, Oli Mata's hurt, and a few others. Jets acquired defenseman Nathan Bullio from the Sabres for a 2019 sixth rounder. And the rest of these listed are pretty much all depth moves. So a pretty busy trade deadline. Moving to the NHL players' safety front, getting everybody up to speed what's happened there. Back on February 20th, Flyers defenseman Radko Gudis was suspended two games for high-sticking Lightning forward Nikita Kucherov. I'll get to him in a minute. And then Connor McDavid finally ended up in the NHL Department of Player Safety's doghouse. For He was suspended two games for an illegal check to the head of New York Islanders defenseman Nick Letty. Jets defenseman Ben Chiarat was fined $3,700 in change for cross-checking Arizona's Nick Cousins. And... Blues Jaden Schwartz fined five grand for cross-checking Carolina's Dougie Hamilton. And a couple players who are going to have hearings today. Devils' Curtis Gabriel will have a hearing for boarding the Flyers' Nolan Patrick. And Jets' Adam Lowry will have a hearing for high-sticking slashing Nashville's Flip Forsberg. Taking a look at the statistical leaders, and we've got somebody who has definitely kept it 100, pun intended. Nikita Kucherov becomes the first player to break the 100-point mark. He's got 104 points, and he's 10 points ahead of Patrick Kane in the Art Ross race. Kane with 94. He's followed up by Connor McDavid with 87, Nathan McKinnon 82, Johnny Gaudreau 82, Miko Rantanen 82, Braden Point 80, Sidney Crosby, 79, Leon Dreisaitl, 78, and Steven Stamkos rounds out the top 10 with 77. Why is Kucherov leading the scoring? Well, he's got a league-high 73 assists. Nine more than the Jets' Blake Wheeler. Brent Burns leading all defensemen with assists with 58, followed by Kane, McDavid, Rantanen with 54 each, Mitchell Marner with 53, Gaudreau, 52, Crosby, 51, McKinnon, 49. In the race for the Rocket Richard Trophy, can we just... I don't mean to be blasphemous to any of the old-time hockey fans, but can we give this the name the Alex Ovechkin Trophy because he seemingly will not let this go. Mm-hmm. 45 goals on the season, still in first place, 
five more than Patrick Kane, who's got 40. Followed up by Leon Dreisaitl, 39. Braden Point, 36. John Tavares, 36. Alex DeBrincat, 36. Fun story, I actually umpired uh, Alex DeBrincat's cousin in a baseball game. Wow. A little side story for you there. Right, you always got those side stories. Joe Pavelski, 36. Jeff Skinner, 36. Cam Atkinson, 35. Connor McDavid rounding up the top 10 with 33. Jumping back to John Tavares, he made his return to Long the Island. Island and, and they said he looked shook. Yeah, and I, th- and I think... And I actually heard fans were not being very nice to him. No, just, no. I think that just shows that Islanders fans can be quite petty. Well, yeah, they did a tribute for him, though, the team did. And the most of the players didn't clap the sticks for him, except one player didn't. Yeah. Well, the team treated him with respect. Fans do the same. Say, hey, you know, we appreciate what he did here. But he ended up wanting to go home. So now, moving on to stats, plus or minus. We got a new leader, Ron Hainsey of the Toronto Maple Leafs, leading the plus-minus with plus 32 on the season. Followed by Mark Giordano, Elias Lindholm, Michael Backlund, all three from the Calgary Flames. Morgan Riley rounding out the top five. Goaltending, Robin Leonard of the Islanders leading with a 2.07 goals against average. <clears throat> and he's also leading in save percentage as well. .931, but I'm not sure if that'll be enough to get him the Vesna Trophy. Should warrant some consideration. The Flower still leads in wins. Marc-Andre Fleury, 31 wins on the season. Followed by Freddie Anderson and Martin Jones, who've got 30. Andre Vasilevsky, 29. Carey Price, Sergei Bobrovsky, and Connor Hellebuck tied with 27 each. And the Flower with seven shutouts. Vasilevsky 6, Bobrovsky 5, Jordan Bennington of the Blues has had himself a nice year. He's got 5, Letter, Thomas Grice, and Yaroslav Alak with 4 each. Taking a look at the point standings, things on this Saturday, the second day of March. The Islanders still lead, actually tied with the Washington Capitals for first place in the Metropolitan Division, 81 points each. The Carolina Hurricanes have climbed up to third in the Metro with 76. Over in the Atlantic Division, the Tampa Bay Lightning. We mentioned how Nikita Kucherov reached 100 points. Well, the Lightning as a team have, they've got 102 points. Like I said, call off the dogs. Give them the division already. The Boston Bruins are way distant second with 85. Maple Leafs with 82. The wild card spots. Currently held by the Montreal Canadiens with 77. And the Columbus Blue Jackets, who went all in, but they're holding down the last spot with 75. Tied with David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins, who are on the outside looking in. And I don't I don't know how I don't know if David's nervous or not. I'd say panic, no. Concern, yes. Mm-hmm. 75 points. Philadelphia Flyers, 70 points. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, 68 there, 7 points out. And then pretty much the re- everybody from the Florida Panthers on down, you can pretty much say goodnight to. Over the Western Conference, Winnipeg Jets lead the Central Division with 80 points. 
Nashville Predators, 79. St. Louis Blues, 74, sitting in third place. About a minute ago in the playoff. And they climbed up from the basement this season. The Calgary Flames, 89 points to lead the Pacific Division, followed by the San Jose Sharks with 84. Vegas Golden Knights, distant third with 75. The Dallas Stars holding down the first wild card spot with 69 points. And the Minnesota Wild holding down the last wild card spot in the West with 68. Actually tied with the Colorado Avalanche, who has 68, first team on the outside looking in. Arizona Coyotes only a point out of a wild card spot. This one's going to come right down to the wire. The Blackhawks five points out. Canucks also five points out. The Edmonton Oilers are seven out, and but I think you can pretty much say a good night to the Oilers, Ducks, and Los Angeles Kings. That'll do it for my power play on this Saturday, the second day of March in the year of our Lord, 2019. You said the year of our Lord, huh? Yep, I always do. Here we go. uh, Thank you once again. power play there uh, the Traveras thing was really funny I liked watching uh, seeing that hearing that on the radio about how he was shook by their fans uh, we did the power play real quick and then we have our last segment I uh, just seen it on Instagram he had a great season so he'll wrap up Frank Will talking about his season with Dundee basketball and wrestling yep okay anything else on the on the hockey front nope that'll pretty much do it alright Frank Thank you once again. You always bring in the 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 heat with the uh, uh, power play. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick commercial break. We're on live here. Had a little short show. Then our last little segment we'll have. Oh, God. See, this is what I hate about this. We'll talk a little bit about your wrestling and basketball season, Frank. All right. Yep. So we'll take a quick commercial break. Listen to 88.3 WTTs after further review. Make sure you always check us out on Radio Flag because we're down and you can't hear us locally. The tower is down. But we'll always have Frank's Power Play in the podcast on Twitter. He'll share it on his Twitter, right? Yep. And on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes so we can get some listeners to it. Absolutely. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Frank's uh, PA announcing of, of wrestling and basketball. That's a lot. And you do the social media stuff too, right? For basketball, I do. Not wrestling. Well, I, I usually just tweet stuff. I was just tweeting updates out. The man, the myth, the legend, Frank Vashner. We'll be back real quick after this.